Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. This week we read Parasha Vayakel and um, it begins with Hashem forgiving the Jewish people for the sin of the golden calf and the first thing he does is he commands Moshe Rabbeinu to uh, instruct the Jewish people in the building of the Mishkan and this was a way of forgiveness and let us note that inter interestingly there is a discrepancy between the description of the instructions to build the Mishkan found in Parashat Terumah, which happened before the sin, and its actual construction, which is detailed in this, in this Sidra. So it says in Shemot 32.17, and the sockets for the pillars of bronze, the hooks of, of the pillars, and their joints of silver, and the covering of their tops of silver. So this detail, the fact that the upright of the courtyard of the Mishwan were topped with silver, makes it the boot here. It, it, it comes out in this parasha. But before when Hashem gave instructions to build the Mishkan, He said nothing about the silver. It was absent. And the, the question is, what, what's the difference? What, what changed? So it says, it says here, that in Tehillim it says the, begin the beginning of wisdom is the fear of God and then Mishlei says the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. So the Sohar HaKadosh provides us with a very interesting exposition on this matter. So it says <clears throat> what is the yoke of God's kingdom? How does one begin to accept the mastery of God's over one's life. Like one of the hardest things for a person is to just give in to Hashem, just to let go and let God. This is one of the hardest things for any person to achieve because we always want to be in control. We always want to feel that we have a saying. We always want to know that we can choose, that we decide our lives, that no one tells us what to do. In a way, we want to be uh, uh, individuals. We don't want to be subjected to, to a higher authority. And this is the way he made us. It's, it's part of the design. So it says here that the way in which you do it is like an ox. First of all, one puts a yoke on himself in which it can work so some good can result. So the first thing a person has to do is say, you know what? I'm going to do what Hashem is asking me to do. You know, I love to have a cappuccino with milk after any meal, I love it, but you know what? He forbids it, if I'm eating meat, I have to wait six hours and I cannot have uh, meat and milk together. It's, it's, it's a directive from God, it's one of his commandments. So you know what? I'm not gonna do what I want, I'm gonna do what Hashem wants. So this is the, the beginning, this is, you put a yoke on yourself and you decide, you know what, I'm not gonna do what I want, I'm gonna do what Hashem wants. And this is the first step in accepting the yoke of heaven and achieving, any, and achieving something. So two men needs to first accept upon himself the yoke of heaven. The first thing we need to do is accept that Hashem created the world, that Hashem gave us a Torah, that Hashem has a purpose and meaning into everything he does, and that the, the Torah is not something that is random and, and has no, no head and, and feet. It's something that is it's created, it's a system that God created for our benefit. And when we are ready to 
to achieve to, to accept it, then everything changes. So it says here, but if he won't first accept the yoke, he won't be able to serve at all. So a person that's not able to accept the yoke of, of heaven, to accept Hashem's directives, he cannot uh, serve Hashem ever in his life. He's going to serve himself, but not, not, not God. So this is the meaning of the verse, serve God with fear. As we learn, the beginning of wisdom is the fear of God. This is the heavenly kingdom. So one must begin one's avodah, one's job, one's work, one's divine service with fear of God and his majesty. This is the way we, we begin. And the Alter Rebbe explains in the Tanya that the, the, the mitzvah has two wings, has a wing of fear and a wing of love, that the way to get to Hashem has to be through love and fear. We cannot come to God with only one wing, with only love or with only fear or with no wings at all. The only way to get to Him is through love and fear. And it's interesting because if you look at psychology today, they use these terms very much. It's very much in our psyche and people are controlled by love or by fear. That's what drives humanity. So we have to use, just like the yoke on the animal, fear of God harnesses us to the system. That's what makes us do the mitzvot or keeps us away from transgressing. That's what makes us do them. So enabling further connection to Him. So let's understand love and fear. And, um, and he says here that in reality, this is very difficult to achieve. For to limit oneself in this way demands great self-control and perhaps self-sacrifice. And this was particularly true after the scene of the golden eagle, of the golden calf, where outside forces impringe on the, on, on the Jewish people the ability to serve God. So before the sin, it was easier to serve God. We were all in a state of almost angels, we were all pure and holy, and after the saying, we descended to a different level, and uh, it became even harder to follow Hashem's directives. So from that time onward, allowing ourselves to accept the yoke of His kingdom, it became much, much harder. When one commentator writes that on many occasions, God instills a feeling of divine love inside of us, to, to, to those who seek him. So he gives us a special gift. He gives us that aha moment where we, are, we fall in love with God. He does something special for us. And we see it. And we see, like, for example, you're late for an appointment and you need a parking spot and the whole place is full of cars and suddenly a car pulls out just in front of the door where you have to go in and you say, you know what, I, I can feel the love. So Hashem does many things like this for us during the day. He shows us His love. And, 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 and this helps us in, in seeking Hashem. This helps us in trying to connect to Him because it really gives us a, a very special feeling. So this is a great gift from God for it's uncommon for the correct measure of fear of Him to enter our souls these days. So it's hard for us to connect to Hashem through fear today. It's not the, e the easy way to get to God is through fear. The easy way to get to God is through love. So this is due to the loss of the Divine Presence in the Beit HaMikdash and Jerusalem. And we may note that the name Yerushalayim himself comprises two words, which is Yira 
and shalem, which means perfect fear. And only when the Messiah comes and the, and the temple will be rebuilt, this sense of perfect fear will again come inside of us. So the Alter Rebbe explains that there's two levels of fear. There's a lower level of fear and a higher level of fear. And the lower level of fear is important to have. That's what keeps us safe. For example, if you see fire in, in a pot on the fire, you know that if you put your hand in the fire, you're gonna get burned. So that fear keeps you away from pr putting your hand on the fire, and that way it protects you from not getting burned. But a person that doesn't have this, this lower level of fear, He's just gonna put the hand on the fire and he's gonna get burned. So it's indispensable for us to be able to have this lower level of fear to keep us away from trouble. But there's a higher level of fear and that's the level that uh, this book is talking about, the Shem Mishmuel, which is, which is hard to connect to that love because we don't have our temples, but we can meditate on this, on this fear, I'm sorry, on this fear, and we can come to uh, activate it inside of us. And that fear is a fear that we're petrified to do anything that will just pull us apart from God. So I always give this example, like a child, for example, the parents go on, va on vacation and the kid decides to take the car of his father for a ride and, uh, and he just will take the car out and he'll crash the car. And when the father comes back, what happens? He's gonna be, um, he's gonna put in time out, they're gonna take the, uh, uh, his, uh, his phone away from him, he's not gonna be able to go to parties, whatever. They're gonna be, he's gonna be severely punished because of this. But the worst part of it is that the father will never again be able to trust his kid. So this is that fear that if the kid has that fear inside of him, he will say, no, I'm not gonna steal my parents' car because I know the, the consequences if something happens, if they, if they get to know that I did this, I know the consequences and I would never in my life put my relationship with my parents in jeopardy. I, I, it would kill me to know that they don't trust me anymore. I, I, it would be terrible for me. So I'm not gonna do it because I would never wanna be far away from my parents. So this is the fear that we have to come to learn to have. Uh, and it's a, it's a fear that if I go and eat a shrimp, eating that shrimp is gonna get me farther away from my, from my father in heaven. And I'm not gonna eat it because I wanna be close to him. So if I want to be close to Hashem, I better do things that are going to make me be close to Him. It's like any relationship. If you have a, a spouse or a girlfriend, you do things for them that you know they enjoy, that they like. You're not going to go and do things that they despise because that's going to severe the relationship. It's going to pull you farther apart. So. So here we see that since the destruction of the Beit HaMikdash, we have simply lost the ability to fear God in a direct manner, and the spiritual circumstances which prevail in our world are not at all conducive to accepting his complete control over our lives. So it's hard for us to accept uh, a higher authority over our lives 24 hours a day. It's very hard because the world as it is, it, it makes it harder. So, but we have seen fear is a vital precondition for successful Jewish life. Like if we don't have it, 
There's no way you can connect to Hashem. And we have already hinted at the solution to this problem. For us, love of God will enable us to achieve fear of God. So for the post-ego world, the post uh, sin of the uh, of the golden calf world, the order of the divine service is reversed. Today, we have to begin with love of God. And uh, again, the Alter Rebbe gives us the two uh, the two ways of love: the lower love and the higher love. And the lower love is I love you. I love you. It's about me. It's not about you. You smell nice. You're nice to me. You're sweet to me. You give me a phone call. I love you. But the day that you're not like that with me, maybe, I don't know, maybe I don't know if I will love you. So this is a lower level of love, but it's a necessary love, uh, way of loving. And then we have a higher level of love, which is you I love. It's not about me, it's about you. And with Hashem, it's the same. The lower level of love towards God is, you know, Hashem has blessed me. He helps me in everything. I can see the blessings. He gives me Parnassah. He gives me a beautiful home. This arouses love inside of us. It's natural. When someone is kind to you, you love them. But the higher level of love is not about what he gives me. It's what, about what I can give him. And this is a higher level of love. And this is achieved through Torah study. As we learn in Devarim, you shall love the Lord, Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your strength. So with all your heart is all your emotions. Your soul is with your, your intellect. And all your strength means with all your money. And these words, the Torah, which I command you today, shall be upon your heart. So what is the love that, 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 that these words, for through this Torah, you will recognize God and cling to his ways. And when we are infused with love of God, and I mean the higher level of God, any outside allegiances fade away, leaving us just with the connection to Hashem. Because we wake up in the morning and we want to do his job. We're there. Hashem, what do you need from me? Tell me what you need from me today. I want to serve you. This is love. So once this has been achieved through our Torah study, we're ready to fear God without interference. So what this Shem uh, Mishmoel is telling us is that today we have to begin our relationship with God through love, and then the fear will, will be able to come out. So we are now able to return to our original difficulty. Did the pillars of the courtyard require sil silver tops or not? It is important for us to realize that the silver represents love of God. For the word for silver is kesef, has a root meaning in longing, in, in yearning. And we see that this in the following verse. And now would you go because you long for your father's house. And the courtyard of the Mishkan was obviously the entrance to the house of God. And it symbolized the correct approach to the divine service of, uh, of, and worship of Hashem. So if so, silver tops on its pillar would represent starting one's avodah, one's divine service, with love for God. And in Parashat Terumah, this was not needed. This is why it's not, why it's not mentioned, because it was pre the sin of the golden calf. 
And the Jewish people didn't need to connect to Hashem in this way, through love, through longing. They, they had the, the, the fear, the ira inside of them. But after the sin, this became harder for them. So it became with love. They had to begin their new relationship with Hashem through Ahava, through love. It's, uh, it's interesting to know that the word Ahava in Hebrew, Ahava, love, comes from the root word have, which means give. So love is giving. That's what it means to love someone, is to give. So this means that Klal Israel were on a sufficient high spiritual level to approach God with fear rather than love before the sin. And after the sin, they lost this. And then that's why they had no ability to fear God. And they had to put the silver um, top pillars to symbolize that from there, then onward, their avodah would always commence with love. So I wish you a blessed week and uh, I think that we should do everything with love. Everything should be loving and, and sweet uh, towards Hashem, towards our loved ones. We should begin everything with love. When you treat people with love, you have a different uh, reaction than when you treat them with uh, severity, with fear. But at the end of the day, we need to also develop in ourselves that fear, that yira of never, never being separate from Hashem. So I wish you a blessed week and remember, live a little higher. Thank you.